0: Morning, everybody. Wednesday, 23rd of February, Crystal away. Dow Jones did exactly what we thought it was going to do. Yesterday, we were sitting here with the Dow futures down 500 points, it was down 483, and our market was down 72. So we've woken up to find it's done exactly what we thought, and our market doesn't know what to do. We have the futures down six, and our market today is pretty much unchanged on the day. NASDAQ down 1.27%. The, interestingly, the European market at one point. Stock 600 was down 1.9% and recovered to be down 0.1%. And the predictable commodity reaction, oil price up 1.5%, now at a 2014 high. My humble opinion on the moment the Russian thing goes away, the oil price is going to come off the top. So trade whilst you can, but don't get too invested. European gas market, interestingly, was up 13% at one point last night. Gold was up 0.4%. Some of the metal prices still going up. Iron ore down, But noticeably, BHP up this morning, it goes ex-dividend tomorrow. Bond yields were slightly off the top. This whole Russian thing seems to have topped out the bond yield issue for a while, which is quite relaxing for the market. And we've got the FOMC meeting on March the 16th being the point of risk at this point, where I think if I was an investor thinking of investing a lump of new money, I'd probably be waiting till that got its way out of the way. Load of results again today. Tom will come for some of those. I see Domino's down 10% on the back of theirs and Woolworths having a bounce on the back of theirs. Otherwise, I've been through Russian stuff. Actually, I'll do that in my spy section today. That's about that. Tom, what's going on this morning?
1: Right. Well, more than 100 companies on the ASX 200 have reported earnings so far. So we're halfway through on that metric. Slightly less than half have ended or finished flat or higher on the day. So not very impressive set of numbers, but you could blame some of that to geopolitical tension scuppering the magnitude of upside. Bubs, Ascent Group, WiseTech, the standouts all up more than 3% on results. I wrote WiseTech up the other day, so you can check that out in the newsletter. Woolworths also 2.9% higher, points to a better outlook. Similar to Coles, chart bottoming, Marcus, I noticed you put a chart in your section. One to look at for Coles upgraded by UBS this morning as well to steal some of Layton's thunder. Supermarkets appear to be turning a bit of corner. As you said, Marcus, Domino's down more than 10%. St. Barbara and Pilbara Minerals, the other worst performers. Domino's, the share price has been looking pretty ugly for the last several months. They warned that same-store sales growth is likely to be lower this year. St. Barbara down around 4%. Profits tumble by about 66%. So big miss from them. Another stock with an ugly chart, not really following the gold price is what you'd expect it to be doing. And Pilbara Minerals, despite its first interim profit, fell 3.6% because the CEO said he will step down. JB Hi-Fi, AGL and Magellan all trading ex-dividend today. So if you're wondering why there's weakness in those stocks, that is the reason. BHP, Woodside and Oz Minerals are ex-dividend tomorrow. And on the economic data front, the wage price index is out today with construction work done figures. CBA had some Expectations. They say wages will hit 2.5% annual growth over the year to December. That's still short of the 3% holy grail, however, that the RBA wants to see. But um, a better than expected reading will sort of reaffirm bets for a rate hike from the RBA. There.
0: Right. Thanks, Leighton. Broker stuff. Loads. Loads uh, of results at the moment. What What are the main ones?
2: Yeah, Cochlear. They are up nine percent yesterday on their results,
0: and another four or five percent this morning.
2: Yep. Uh, most of the commentary there is just based on heading forward the staffing shortages they're expecting those to continue into 2023 the Morgans is a little more optimistic they're expecting easing restrictions to see a surgical backlog addressed but still the staffing issues to continue to drag slightly we've got an upgrade this morning from Morgan Stanley they lifted their target price to just about in line with the current share price Morgans has also upgraded to an ad (coughs) recommendation there with a Target price twelve and a half percent above the current share price. The average target price is seven percent above. Coles Group was up three percent on their results. I think they're up about another two percent today. The brokers were fairly neutral on those results. UBS did upgrade, like Tom said, but their target price lifted to yeah, just about in line with the current share price. And the brokers did comment that they're expecting market growth to slow as customers become more value conscious with inflation. The target price there is eight and a half percent above the current share. Price. Another one was ARB. They were down slightly yesterday on results. They had two upgrades this morning. Credit Suisse commented on an expected upside as traction in the U.S. continues, and Macquarie highlighted the impressive revenue growth across all segments. They've got a average target price 16% above the current share price. And one more that I found interesting yesterday afternoon. It all came through. I know Henry's touched on Tyro over the last couple of days. Macquarie commented on the share price. Movement yesterday. I think they were down nine and a half percent yesterday, down 30%, not down 25.9% the day before. There's an ad recommendation, an upgrade to an outperform, an overweight, and a buy. And the average target price is 113% above the current share price. So not sure what your thoughts are there, Henry, but yeah, the brokers seem to like it. Henry, what have we got in Henry's take today?
3: Uh hi guys. Well, as far as Tyro goes, I've looked at it over the last few months and I've hated it and have been tried to people have told me that i should look at it because it's cheap and it just got significantly cheaper and cheaper and cheaper So I'm certainly going to avoid that one. There's no reason to be in that one at all. Higher costs. Watching the Domino's uh, CEO Don May on the TV this morning was instructive in talking about inflationary pressures and the size of pizzas and uh, how many more toppings they're putting on and how they're going to combat the inflationary pressures. But in my stuff today, just a few look at uh, the Pilbara result, which is out. The stock's actually up now. The CEO going obviously a bit of a uh, a downer, but that's not till the end of the year. Also, wrote a little bit today on Ukraine and how the sanctions are a bit like the monty python uh slapping a fish sketch and also just i guess the surf lifesavers have some advice for markets like these in terms of uh managing when you get in a rip and not trying to swim against it which is something marcus has been talking about in terms of the headwinds in the market and there's no point in swimming against that it is better to not panic, uh, stay where you are or swim across the rip because that will uh, save your life. So uh, just a little bit on that today. Uh, Apart from that, I'm on the call as well at 12 o'clock today, talking 10 really interesting stocks. One actually is quite interesting in the the HR space, but it's very thin and held by one guy, but looks quite interesting. Ashley is the stock there,
0: ASH. Thanks, Henry. PLS, the Pilbara Minerals share price has bounced a couple of percent today. It is a rather on the early morning update on the technical scans, it's one with a buy signal. And if you look at the share price, it has bounced off this uptrend support line. I, I'm not sure people are going to get hot for lithium until the market gets a little bit safer, but uh, certainly seems to have turned the corner a little bit on the results. Right. Yeah,
3: well, we, we 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 took some profits at around 375, so at uh, some stage looking to uh, to build that position back up again, but not just for the time being.
0: Right, and they're 287 at the moment. All right, I've written today in the spy section, I've written about Russia, so I have pulled out a few of the facts It is interesting that this doesn't seem to be an invasion. Uh, There were supposed to be some Russian flag wavers in the regions that some of these unmarked Russian tanks rolled into and the two regions that have been invaded, in inverted commas, or have been in the control of rebels or Russian rebels since 2014 anyway. Are they going to launch a a full invasion or not? No one knows, but it does seem that the reaction to it all is pretty toothless. From Biden, first wave of sanctions on the Russian elites and their family members, that's hardly going to knock the stock market over. So unlikely to have too much effect. Some sanctions on two Russian banks, Germany halting or slowing the Nord Stream 2 Baltic Sea gas pipeline, which has been built but not certified, almost certainly will be at some point. Germany is the biggest customer of the pipeline and the Kremlin says it aims to continue uninterrupted supplies of energy to the West. EU and Germany and Britain also threatening financial sanctions against individuals and other Russian bodies. Russia saying uh, European, American, British colleagues will not stop and will not calm down until they've exhausted all the possibilities of the so-called punishment of Russia. Putin really is a card, isn't he? Kremlin says Putin didn't watch the Biden speech. The Kremlin has yet to respond to it. Anyway, the obvious response problems. For active people who are responding to the Ukraine, you'd be buying gold, buying energy, taking profits in hot stocks. But I can tell you from our own experience, you've probably already lost your profits in the hot stocks. Some stocks are down 30% when the market's only down a few percent. That's mostly sentiment-driven stocks. For investors, you might be cashing up a little bit, not buying anything with any conviction at the moment until after the FOMC meeting. I'd be going to play golf if I could until an uptrend reappears and Fund managers, not members, but fund managers would be rotating from high PE sectors like technology, healthcare, consumer discretionary, small stocks into defensive sectors, gold, staples, utilities, REITs, banks and resources at the moment. But that process has already happened if you've seen the sector performances over the last six weeks or so since the top. For income investors, I'd just be ignoring Ukraine. It's not the stuff of long-lasting market corrections. It would have to significantly ex- escalate from here, and no one surely is that stupid on either side. Uh, Plus, we're right in the middle of the dividend season, so income investors would just carry on. What we've done in our portfolios, we've gone to 52% cash in the strategy portfolio, just to make the point that we think you should stand back for a moment. I've also been through the forever portfolio. It's been underperforming quite badly since the top, as a growth portfolio would, I suppose. And we do hold some lithium plays, consumer discretionary, and stuff that has dropped in a sentiment whole, things that lack those solid fundamentals you need to protect you in times of doubt. So it's a bit late to sell them. But we do have 13% cash. It is supposed to be sleep at night, not trading. So I don't see Ukraine as a reason to cash up a lot. The interest rate theme may develop, and that's another matter for another day. But as far as Ukraine's concerned, not reacting. And the dividend portfolio we haven't touched. That's full of defensive exposures. Portfolio's outperforming. We're in the dividend season, so no panic there. All in all, we're not doomed, as Fraser would say in Dad's Army. And I'm suggesting you take the sergeant. is a Corporal Jones approach. Don't panic. That's as far as Ukraine's concerned. But it still remains a risk and the, the tide is still against the market. So I just wouldn't be doing anything too brave at the moment. And in case there is an all out invasion, well, maybe you would another reason to stand back. So uh, a bit cautious today. Right. I'm going to do some Ask Marcus questions later today. We've got a few of those from the podcast with Henry that got left over And I've had a few others on email, so I might get to some of those Uh, Otherwise, question of the day today Yes, Ben? Just on that as well Tom and I did a On the Desk with Henry
2: yesterday Which has just gone live as well Which is a very good listen of just Henry's story How he went from the pits in London all the way to Macquarie And then made the final ascension to Marcus today
0: From the pits in London to the pinnacle (laughs) of Marcus today uh, right, <laughs> question of question of the day today is what number is the most important when looking at a stock? Top.
1: Recurring revenue. I think if you've got sticky customers, points to a good product, good business. You can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, we've actually had people interested in Marcus today, and one of them in particular was talking about having a thing for subscription businesses. And I I know from years gone past that subscriptions are not important. In in the newsletter game it's resubscription so recurring revenue is absolutely a uh, golden river for Marcus today anyway. and you need to concentrate on that so selling things is is a bit pointless you've got to resell and resell yeah Ben I
2: like the PEG ratio which is the PE ratio divided by the EPS growth rate, rate. because the PE ratio famously does, does not really work for growth companies and the PEG ratio
0: makes it usable so price to growth ratio which is actually in our all order spreadsheet, I believe. It is. And it is a bit of a sort of odd number. You try to read something into it, but actually it's a comparative number. So you look at some stocks compared to other stocks.
2: Yeah. And the general rule is less
0: than one is good. More than one is not so good. Henry. I would say debt is pretty
3: important because debt is going to kill you faster than anything else in times of trouble and also in times when interest rates are rising. So it is a good idea to keep an eye on that debt ratio and making sure that the company you're investing in has not got quite so much leverage as others potentially. So uh, keep an eye on that debt ratio.
0: Yes, asset values go away, but debt is here to stay.
3: Exactly.
0: There you go. Well, that's sort of what I tell my daughter who's looking at buying a million dollar house on a small deposit. And she hasn't done all the study she's done to end up with a house dropping 20% in value owing the CBA 200 grand because the debt will not go away, even though the house price does. Anyway, there we go. Uh, My ratio would be yield and not for the reason you think. I would like to see a 0% yield. It's almost worth sorting by 0% yield and combining that with return on equity. You want to see companies that have got a high return on equity. If they have, they shouldn't be handing you money. They shouldn't be paying you a dividend because I can earn, what, 1.5% in a term deposit. Uh, Whereas if they've got a 20% return on equity, I'm going to leave it with them and they're going to earn me another 20% next year. And that's vastly more important than paying out a dividend. So a yield of zero is what I would say. And that obviously won't suit a lot of retirees. But for anyone who's still earning an income like myself, who's not concerned about earning a 5% yield at this point, then that's what I'd like to see the company earning a yield for me and reinvesting it. Right. That's about that. As I leave you, market's been down 16. It's up 17 at the moment. BHP and Rio are up. The banks are actually holding in quite well. We don't seem to be fussing too much about Russia. The results continue to come out. As I say, Woolworth's one of the notables. They're turning a bit of a corner on the chart and the results are obviously well received. I don't know what I'm going to do about dominoes, which we hold. That's about that. You have a fabulous day. See you tomorrow. <music>